Entrepreneurs, I cannot believe we are at the end of 2023. It really does feel like just yesterday that Courtney and I were reflecting on 2022. And as we look back on 2023, there is so much to celebrate today. And Courtney and I are going to be taking a dive into all we learned from our learning lessons this year and our plans ahead for 2024. This is the Entreprenista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters. No limits. And plenty of surprises. It is officially the end of 2023. I cannot believe this. Courtney... I actually just re-listened to our end of year note from last year from 2022. And I said this last year and I'll say it again. Time just flies. Like I was literally just sitting right here talking to you recording this last year. How does this happen every year? It's because we do so much. You know, we accomplish so much every day. We pack it all in and even now that we're working remotely, we get probably, I would say, three to five times more things done, if not 10 times. I actually should do a, I should look, do a look back on our calendars before COVID and now to see how much we were, were able to get done before working remotely. But just so much happens in a day and we cram so much in. I know I joke with you that when I look at my calendars in the morning, I'm like, oh, this is a 10 Zoom meeting, Zoom day. This is a 15 minute Zoom day. And, you know, now that we're three years into remote work, it's it's really starting to get to me. I will say that. But at the end of the day, it makes us so much more productive and we get so much done in a day and it makes the days fly by. Well, I want to actually talk about all the things that we accomplished this year because this is really the theme of what we share with our Entrepreneurs League community every day is to celebrate these incredible things and not just the incredible things that happen in business, the small wins too. Like we should be celebrating all of these things that are happening every single day because entrepreneurship is really, really hard. It is you know, not for the fate of heart. It is not easy. But when these wins happen, we have to remember to celebrate them. And we even have a room in our Entrepreneurially community platform where our members are sharing all of these wins and we're all celebrating each other. So I would love to start our end of your note off today talking about so many of the things that we can celebrate from this past year. And then, Court, let's dive into actually how we were able to accomplish a lot of these things and our learning lessons, because you all know the reason we started this podcast was to share all of these stories and learning lessons, not just ours, but stories of so many founders who've grown and scaled businesses. And a lot of times each week when we're interviewing other founders, we're not always taking the time to share all of our learnings with each of you. I mean, we do it in our community platform, but we're not always doing it every week on the on the podcast, the two of us. So Court, what do you say we get into all of our learnings from this year, from all of these things we have to celebrate? Sound good? Yes, yes, let's do it. All right, so I will share a lot of our big wins and accomplishments on the entrepreneurista side. So this past year, we completed our first Entreprenista 100 Awards, which was actually something that, Court, we talked about years ago, you know, saying it would be so incredible to create an awards program for women founders because there really aren't 
so many programs like this out there. And we wanted to give women founders the opportunity to, to celebrate and be recognized for their success. So we completed our first year of our Entrepreneurista 100 Awards and honored 100 of the top founders in the country. And we actually just closed our applications for the second year just a couple of weeks ago. And this past year, we also had our... I was actually, when I was thinking about this, I was like our first really big event, but yeah, it was, you know, our biggest event yet. We've had, we had a few events in, what was it, the 2021 and one in 2022, but this was our biggest one yet in March. We did our Entrepreneurista 100 awards and our luncheon and celebration at the PGA Resort. We had about 200 founders at this event and it was just so great bringing everyone together in person. And so many wins happened for our community at that event. And I was exhausted. It was so hard to plan. And we'll definitely share all of our learning lessons from planning that event. But it was really incredible. So that happened this year. We actually now have over 1,700 members of our Entrepreneurs to League community, which is definitely a win and something to celebrate. And I would say the best part of that is just seeing everyone network and connect and do business together and learn from each other. And I just get so excited every single day seeing all of this happening. So definitely a big win and something to celebrate. We also transitioned our membership model for the Entrepreneurs League this past year from our yearly annual membership to lifetime memberships. And that has definitely been a really big win. And I'll share all of our learnings and why we did it. And we also signed lots of new partnerships this year with some of our favorite brands and business tools and solutions. And we really expanded our Entrepreneurs team, both on our membership side and on our partnerships team and creative team. So yes, it's definitely been a busy year full of lots of wins. And I'll get into all of our learning lessons from doing all of those things in just a minute. But Court, I'll pass it over to you to share all of the social fly wins. Oh my gosh. Well, just listening to you list off all of these (laughs) wins just makes me so excited because you're doing such a great job. As many of you know, listening, Stephanie and I divide and conquer and I run all the social fly side of things. And and Stephanie really runs everything entrepreneurista related. And of course, we come together and we'll talk about how that all works. But I just want to say you're doing such an amazing job. And I'm so proud of you and everything that the team has been doing and all the the great things I hear from talking to members. It's it just there's so much momentum and it's so exciting. On the social fly side, so now we're almost we'll be celebrating in May our 12 year anniversary. So that'll be in I guess five months. That's crazy. I'm like just pause for a moment. Like how is this even possible? How is that 12 years ago? I don't know. Uh, but like you said earlier, time just flies. And and here we are. We've been doing this for 12 years. This 12 years has been filled with ups and downs and incredible learnings and the birth of new ventures and companies like Entreprenista. But yeah, so I'm looking forward in 2024 to be celebrating that 12-year anniversary. But looking back on the last year, there have been a lot of really great things. So at the end of 2022, we acquired Townhouse Digital. So 2024, 2023 was really all about integrating them into the company. And there were a lot of learnings that came along with that in terms of, you know, what that integration process should look like. And and um, definitely have a lot of, 
tips on that. And then we promoted a lot of team members. So, you know, we're a company now that's been in business for almost 12 years. And uh, fortunately, we have a team of really great people. And two people in particular have been with us for a really long time. So it was really exciting to get to promote Joanne, who's now our COO. She's been with us for, I think, about seven years. And you went to college with Joanne. And Joanne actually started as a client of Social Fly. She had started a, a company, hired Social Fly, and then eventually went on to sell that company and wanted to be a part of a team and came to work with us and launched our influencer division. And now she's our COO. So and that was really exciting to get to witness and do. And she's so instrumental, not only in Social Fly, but also in all the operational things of entrepreneurista. And then we also... Wait, I was going promoted- to just jump in there and say a big round of applause and shout out to Joanne. And I just want to share with everyone, having a team and having a team of people that you trust and genuinely care about your business and value quality of work and are just genuinely good humans is so important. And Joanne is seriously the best. And I feel just so lucky that we are surrounded by and work with just incredible people, both at with Social Fly and Entrepreneurista. And just a reminder to everyone, surround yourself with good people and only bring on team members, whether they're freelancers or they're full-time employees that are just good people. For sure. You know, you can only, uh, for the most part, if you're, if you're need to grow with a team, um, you'll only get as far as the strength of your team. And it's just so crucial. The people you surround yourself with, I've definitely, now that I've been, we've been in business for 12 years, I've seen such a difference in what the right people do when they're in the right seats versus, you know, when you make those wrong hires or the people are just not right for the role that you hired them in, it could definitely have an impact on your business. But magic can really happen when you have the right mix of people at the right time. Someone else that we promoted, she's been our longest employee is Caitlin Ryan. She's now our VP of client services. So she started as an account director, then moved over to help you staff with sales when you were involved in Social Fly. And now she's running our client operations, which is also really exciting to see. And, you know, we've been together for a really long time. So that's the other thing. Like once you've been in business for over 10 years, you develop deep relationships with the people that you work with. And I've gotten to see both of Joanne and and Caitlin get married, have babies, move, buy home. So it's so nice to see, you know, what an impact you can make on the lives of the people that you employ. And we have such great team members at Social Fly and everyone's working so well together this year. There have been many other promotions and promotions are always exciting because it means that you have the right people. And then a few other things that we accomplished this year, really optimizing our processes and our reporting and making things more automated and looking into AI, uh, signing new clients, some old clients returning, which is always a great sign when they come back. And then something that was really exciting to me this year was we switched over to HubSpot. So now I'm a big, big fan of HubSpot and we use that for our some of our to streamline some of our marketing and our reporting and to manage our CRM. So those are some of the highlights. Courtney, for those, I want to actually jump in on the HubSpot thing right now because I feel like a a lot of founders like have heard of HubSpot, but until you like actually get in there and, and learn what that tool does, can you just explain to everyone a little bit more about 
why you switched to HubSpot and why you love it so much and what's been really helpful in the business. Yes. So one of the reasons why I switch over to HubSpot is because I am such a like data person. I want to know how many meetings do we have each week? How many of those meetings are leading to proposals? And how many proposals are we winning? And before switching over to HubSpot, we used a few different tools. And we were it was very manual for us to put together that information. Uh, so now what HubSpot allows us to do, HubSpot allows us to do is to have everything in one place. So we could instead of going to Google Analytics to see how different, you know, with the traffic to our website, we can see that all in HubSpot. Uh, We can see what pages are people going to and we can see how many leads we're getting from our website. Then we can see, you know, the actions people are taking once they're, you know, affiliated with us. Are they going to our website? Are they opening our emails? And we can just see everything in one place and track all of our deal flow into different stages. And what I really like is, you know, we had our email marketing software, we had Zendesk for CRM, we had Google Analytics, and now everything's all in one place. So I don't have to go to a million different websites. And there's a ton more functionality, but that's how we're using it right now. <laughs> now that's really great to hear. Are there any other like new tools or softwares or processes or things that you have tested out this year at Socialfly that have worked really well? We're still testing out AI and ChatGPT and you introduced us to Claude AI. So we're testing all that stuff out. My best friend, Claude. (laughs) Yeah, your best friend, Claude. But I don't have like, we're, we're still testing. HubSpot was, I would say, like the big tool that we really leveraged this year that I can say really great things about. Let's actually talk about AI and then let's go back and share some of the learnings from all of the things that we just shared, we accomplished this year. So AI, I feel like has been the talk of 2023 and really trying to not only understand AI, but AI in business. Like how do we as a company use AI to really help optimize different processes in business or marketing? And I think with like anything in business, it's like you just learn as much as you can, try things out and and see what might work. And we've on the entrepreneur side, we've done a lot of testing with different tools, like Courtney mentioned, Claude, as well as ChatGPT. And I would say my biggest learning from utilizing AI this year it, with different, you know, departments and entrepreneurista is that AI is a great first draft. So Put your questions into into AI, or if you need to write, you know, captions for social media, you can have it spit out a lot of different ideas and captions, but it's never going to be something that you're going to copy and paste exactly. So I don't think that AI is going to be like re- totally replacing copywriters or graphic designers and that there's not going to be jobs anymore. I actually think it's just going to make people have the ability to actually just do more, like have more output, but you still need a human to actually execute. What do you think? I agree with you. I think that, you know, especially for the copywriting part of AI and what that can do, it's definitely a first draft. You really need to edit it even more and fact check. But it's so incredible how productive all of these tools are going to make us. And and it also kind of scares me too, because, you know, we're three years in, I keep like harping on the fact that we're three years into three and a half. working or, work, or three and a half years of into working from home. And 
for the first year, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm so productive. I feel so creative. And now I'm like craving going back into an office and craving like a little bit of, you know, breaks in my day. And with AI, if it's obviously going to make us more productive, but I already feel so productive and I'm exhausted. So I, I don't know how this is going to evolve, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes. Well, we will keep sharing all of the latest tools and what we're learning. And something that we've actually done this year on our Entrepreneurista Instagram is we really started sharing a lot of these different tools and our learning lessons. So if you're not already following us on our Instagram account, definitely be sure to follow at Entrepreneuristas because we've been sharing all the latest in AI. This year, actually, we started sharing lots of grant opportunities as well because we know how hard it can be for founders to get funding. And we want to be able to share as many resources as possible. So definitely head over there. And yeah, AI has definitely helped us with social media. Greatest first draft of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so good. So I'm excited to see how it evolves. And I, I was really into it, like ChatGPT on it every day uh, when it first came out. And now I feel like I need to get back into it and learn some of the new capabilities because obviously it's constantly evolving. And of course, you know, in the past few weeks, it was very much in the news with all of the drama that was happening at the company. So I'm sure there's a lot more to come. Coming up, you're going to hear about mine and Courtney's unique business partnership and how we divide and conquer and make it all work. Something actually I want to talk about because I get this question a lot because we do office hours in the community, the Entrepreneurista League community, and I always get questions about our partnership and how we make it work and how people have not had great luck finding partners. And some people in the community are looking for business partners and trying to figure out how to pick the right one. And what I would say to everyone is our partnership actually has evolved so much over the past 12 years and is actually become very unique in that we're managing multiple businesses together. And it's not as far as I know, it's not really a typical business partnership in that you divide up responsibilities where one person runs one company and the other person runs another. But since we have been doing this in the past two or three years, I will say it's been working. It's working and, you know, we're good about checking in with each other several times a week, but we do have one standing meeting on Mondays that we always try to keep to just keep each other informed. But yeah, you know, Picking a business partner is a big decision and you want to make sure you pick the right one because I do believe I read a statistic somewhere that the failure rate is higher than the <laughs> divorce rate for business partnerships. It is like a divorce if you break up your business partnership too and probably the same amount of legal documents as well and figuring everything out. You know, my advice is be sure that you're going into business with someone that you have absolute complete trust in. And I will say, I feel like the two of us got really lucky because we were so young when we started our business. So like, I feel like we didn't know like ourselves that well. And we were so young in our experience and in life that we got lucky in the sense that we're both like genuinely good people and very trustworthy. And the biggest thing in in a business partnership is trust. 
And it is, you know, caring about the other person and just being a good human. So my best piece of advice is make sure you're going into business with someone that is, I think I said this before about employees, like a good human and very trustworthy and someone that you can have open and honest conversations with. I know we've talked about, you know, one of our original business coaches, Leslie Grossman, you know, I feel like on many episodes of this podcast and she was so helpful for us in the earlier days of Social Fly when we were, you know, learning about ourselves and how to operate a business together. But yeah, I think we we got lucky and we both have the same vision and mission and focus and work ethic, which has really helped us. I know. Yeah, definitely. And something that I always say is, you know, make sure you have opposite skill sets, make sure you write down who's responsible for what, which is ne- not necessarily something we we did in the early days. But I do think that all business partners should just be very clear on who is responsible for what. And the more you can divide and conquer, the better and more productive you will be. So that's my advice there. And and if you are not in the Entrepreneurs Delete community and you have questions about that, obviously highly recommend that you join because we do talk about this a lot and have lots of opinions on this. And maybe your next business partner is in the group. So that's always a positive too. So let's talk about our learnings for the last year. So we talked about all the wins. What, Steph, would you say are your biggest lessons of 2023? Well, one of my biggest lessons is something I feel like I learned from you, Courtney. It's that everything just takes a lot longer than you think it's going to take or that you you know want it to be. So something that we did this past year is we updated our membership model from this yearly membership fee to be in the entrepreneurship community to a lifetime access model. And this was, I don't want to say an idea that I had, but it was a... Um, like I had this gut feeling we needed to change to this model just based on my observations in the community, things that I was hearing, just how I wanted people to be feeling and thinking about the community. I just like felt that this was the right thing to do. And to be able to make this transition, it took about six months. And it's something like I wish I could have like snapped my fingers and said, all right, we're changing this model. We're going to be a lifetime access model now. Like, all right, well, when you're running a business, there is a lot of back-end processes and systems and marketing materials and everything that you change has to be changed everywhere. So while I wanted to snap my fingers, the moment I had this idea and make it all happen, I think it did take about six months because it was in June that we officially, you know, launched our lifetime access model. And I would say it's been a a great success. I just see our members, not only our members who've transitioned to our lifetime access membership, but our new members who joined as lifetime members, just the excitement and the the feeling of just being part of this community and that like this is their community that for life has just been so amazing. But it was not easy. There was a lot of behind the scenes, you know, changing out all of the copy and websites and payment processors and lots of data sheets and figuring out how to update all of our uh, dashboards. Not easy to do any change, but definitely worth it in the long run. I know that that is a really good lesson. And I may have actually, since you just listened to the episode of last year, maybe I said this last year. What book did I talk about last year? Traction? Traction. 
Well, I may have also talked about the book Essentialism in a past episode, but Essentialism is a really great book to read because it talks all about this where, you know, you should always put in buffer time into the schedule because things take longer or you should always add on more than what you think things are going to cost because they they usually cost more or when you're providing pricing to a client or a partner who you've never worked with before, you know, put in room for the on known because something is bound to happen. It usually does. And to get to do something with the least amount of stress is, you know, it's helpful to have that buffer time. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself financially or even, you know, put yourself under pressure to get things done faster than it probably should. So Mm -hmm. my biggest lesson in the last year is patience. You know, things take longer it takes time to get things done. You know, people, even today, I had a call with someone. They're like, oh my gosh, I see all these things that you're doing on and posting on Instagram. It's like, that's 12 years in the making. Like that was not overnight. All these things are happening as a result of decisions that we made 12 years ago, 10 years ago, six years Mm -hmm. ago, five years ago, three years ago. And that is really important to understand when you're looking at the success of others or what other people are doing. Like it's, it doesn't happen overnight rarely does it happen overnight. Maybe you'll go viral overnight on TikTok. That's possible. But even that TikTok probably took some time to create. And everything just takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So like giving yourself the grace to get things done when they're going to get done. And like, you know, you don't always have the blessing of all the time in the world, but try as best as possible to relieve yourself of all of this pressure because mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, we all want to make tons of money, double our revenue or triple our revenue or 10x our revenue year over year and grow the team and do all these big, big things. But it also comes with a lot of stress and headache. And, you know, at times it can impact your mental health. And I think it's good, especially, you know, now or at the end of the year to ask yourself, like, why? What's, where am I (laughs) running to? And just, you know, learn what, you know, what's most important. And I think at this point, 12 years in, I really want to prioritize going into next year, just like peace and Mm -hmm. not be in such a rush to, I don't know, achieve I don't know, achieve something for the sake of achieving something because I already feel like I've done a lot. You said some very important things. I actually want to <laughs> like hit on a few of them. My first question though is, is peace going to be your word of 2024? Maybe, maybe. I haven't really thought. This year, I didn't really have a word. The last few years, I haven't really like stuck to a word, but I want to do it again for this year. Maybe it'll be peace. But I, I don't know. I haven't done that exercise just yet. <laughs> I won't hold you to it. My wor- Have you? I have not done my word of the year for 2024, but my word of the year for 2023 was actually self-care. It was more than a word. It was like a commitment and a goal to make sure that I was doing things to take care of myself. And I did. I mean, and look, nothing is perfect, right? But I scheduled time for self-care this year and I made it a priority. And actually one of our members, Tammy Napoli, she is the founder of Skin Health Studio. She has like a facial studio here in Palm Beach Gardens. So I scheduled appointments with her every few months to go see her. I'm like, you are part of my self-care and self-care time. And I made the commitment and I did it. And even little things, I think that's the thing with self-care. 
Carlin and I were actually talking about this on a podcast recently too. Like for some people, self-care could be just going to get your nails done. For some people, self-care might be getting eight hours of sleep. For some people, self-care might be, you know, running every single morning. And you don't have to compare what you are doing for yourself to take care of yourself to what you see other people doing, you know, on Instagram, right? Or people telling you things. You just have to do whatever is helpful to you and makes you feel really good. So I feel like the th- some of these themes that we're talking about, Cord, is like, and we've always said this with the podcast too, like entrepreneurship is not as gr- glamorous as it looks on Instagram, but like stop the compare, right? It's always going to feel and look like people are doing more than you. Like, so what? Let's all be happy for each other and do what you feel is best for you to take care of yourself, to take care of your business. That's all we can do. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's important for you know, it's so cliche, but to like understand your why and what's ultimately important, you know, as you look back on your life when you're, you know, much older and God willing, we all, you know, live really long lives. And you think back to like what you wish you would have done more of, like if, you know, it is important to think that way now as morbid as that sounds, because you now every day you have those opportunities to do those things. So that would be my advice to everyone is to prioritize all the things that bring you joy and the things that you wish you would have done more of later in life. Because all you have is today at the end of the day. This is true. And if you want to do things, my best piece of advice is (laughs) schedule them, like put them in your calendar because nothing gets done for me. Things do not get done if they're not in my calendar. Like I really can't do anything last minute. I have to have everything planned out and and scheduled out. It has to be in the calendar to make it happen and get done. You're better about about, like more spontaneous things, I feel like, than I am. (laughs) Yes, yes. And no, it it really depends on on my move. In my personal life, yes, I love spontaneity. In my business life, no. (laughs) Like, I like to know what's on the agenda for the day. Um, But I'll always welcome someone reaching out to want to work with us. That spontaneity, I love. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like All when right, I see so, the name of a brand so that I know and I'm like, oh my God, they want to work with us. That's so exciting. So I would love more of that in the new year. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so if you are a brand looking for social media services, influencer services, be sure to reach out to Courtney and the Social Fly team. They're great. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm always good. I'm always here as a, the biggest Social Fly cheerleader. Up next... Keep listening to hear all about what we're looking forward to in 2024. All right. Well, what are you looking forward to for next year, Steph? Next year, I am so looking forward to our next big Entreprenista event that is coming up in just a few months. It's going to be from May 3rd through May 5th at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. It is our Entreprenista Founders Weekend, our wealth and wellness retreat. And I feel like we were just talking about self-care and wellness. And the reason why we're having this event as the wealth and wellness retreat is because at the end of the day, if we don't take care of ourselves and we're not good to ourselves, we can't really build wealth and take care of our businesses as well. So we are going to have a incredible weekend of 
networking and connecting and our community building incredible, meaningful relationships together and so many opportunities to do that. We are bringing in some of the best speakers, some founders who've grown and scaled some incredible companies so everyone can learn from them, like Michelle Cordero Grant. She's the founder of Lively and Gorgy. Um, Alexandra Kristen, she is the founder of Glam Seamless. She sold her company just a few years ago and has so many lessons learned and so many other incredible speakers that are going to be there and brand partners. So we are so excited to bring everyone there. So if you haven't yet gotten your ticket for the event, definitely be sure you do. We'll link out to everything in the show notes as well. So you can easily get your ticket. Um, But you can also go to entrepreneurista.com forward slash founders weekend to get all of the details there. So that was a long answer for what am I looking forward to next year? I wanted to give everyone all the details, but definitely our Founders Week at events. And really just, you know, with Entrepreneurista continuing to grow our incredible community, we have our next uh, new member open enrollment coming up in January. So we will be doing another Experience Week coming up right in the middle of January. So I'll give you all the dates right now. Our open enrollment period for January will start on Monday, January 15th. So if you are not yet a member and interested in joining our community, you can join the community on January 15th. And that whole week, the 16th through 19th, we'll be doing an experience week. So you can actually see what it's like to be a member of our entrepreneurista community. I know I mentioned this before, but everyone is networking and connecting and doing business together. And so many incredible things are happening in the community and would love for you to join us if you're not yet part of the community. So definitely looking forward to that next year. Court, how about you. Next year, I am looking forward to, we're going to try some new things with our social fly marketing. So I'm excited to see how that goes. And then I'm excited. We just pitched a lot of new clients. So I'm excited to hear back and see who uh, we end up working with next year. And at the social fly side, we're always talking to new clients. So it's some, we're always pitching and that's really, really exciting to, for me because I get to meet so many amazing people. So excited for that and just seeing us grow and the team grow and continue to do some work on some really cool campaigns together. I always love to see the final creative and what our amazing team put together. And then like you, I'm also really excited to announce the Entrepreneurista 100 list. We're going through all of the applications right now. I have several more to look through and the people that applied are just so, so incredible. It's such a hard responsibility to pick people because everyone is so deserving. So we're going to have to figure out a solve for that in the next few years. But um, but yeah, these the people that, that I'm getting to learn more about through this process is, you know, just so inspiring for me. And just big congrats to all of you who are listening to this episode today and hearing our recap of 2023. And thank you all for just being here and not just being on our journey, but the own journey and business journey that that you've created and that you're taking the time to, to learn and to grow. And that's really how Courtney and I have grown all of our businesses over the years. Like we didn't figure all of this out ourselves. We worked with coaches and consultants and, you 
know, formed our own mastermind groups and have done so many things to continue to learn and evolve. I was actually telling you, Court, this morning for next year, I, I want to create a, a mastermind for community builders, you know, for myself, because I want to make sure I'm continuing to learn and evolve and grow. So um, if you are interested in, you know, smaller groups, definitely let us know because we will be building out more power groups in the Entreprenista League. Courtney runs an incredible agency owner power group. So lots of the learnings that you were just sharing, Court, you really dive deep on a lot of these learning lessons with your agency power group to share all of your learning lessons from growing and scaling an agency business over the past 12 plus years, which I know has been so instrumental to so many of these, the women in the group. So yes, if any of you are looking for these smaller groups, please reach out to us and let us know. And we'll link out to everything in the show notes below. I get so sad. I like sad and happy to end this episode right now. I can't believe the year's over and the episode's over. I know, but we have a new year to look forward to and another great year under our belts. Definitely. Well, wishing everyone an incredible new year ahead. We love you all so much. We're so proud of all you've accomplished. And we will see you in 2024 and hopefully in person at our Founders Weekend event. All right, Court. I'm Steph. And I'm Courtney. And this is the best business meeting we've ever had. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hey, thanks for listening and leaving us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to stay in touch with each of you. You can listen to all of our latest episodes at entreprenista.com and connect with us on Instagram at entreprenistas. We'd also love to invite you to join the Entreprenista League, our private membership community for trailblazing women. You can head over to entreprenista.com forward slash the league. We'll see you there. Wishing you a productive week ahead.